Welcome to Define You Radio, After Dark Conversations, where real people have unfiltered conversations about the topics that influence the way we think, feel, and move. Each week, with your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Welcome to Define You Radio, After Dark Conversations. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Since it is not only my birthday month, but the month of love. Well, we're going to be covering different topics about love so you could get your love life together, even if it's self-love in 2021. Today, we are talking about rebounds, second chances, that whole deal with our guest, the friend of the show, Queen Donna Bourne. Say hello to the people. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Yay. So sweet. Like, I love my Southern friends. So, to kick it off, what exactly, or how would you define a rebound relationship? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, so for me, I define a rebound relationship as the use of an individual to get over the last person I was dealing with. So someone that I might not particularly like or even see myself with, but this person would do for now. So it's like a substitute. It's not that person that you last dated or the person you may end up with for a long time. It's just a substitute, a space filler. So I take it uh, uh, rebound relationships are not good. I like, I don't see them as good. I do know some rebound relationships have worked out, but I think too, I look at it as in basketball. Um, and when we look at basketball and, you know, we see Shaq and them going up for rebounds and things like that. But the thing is, sometimes people get hurt when they go up for a rebound and they come back down. Mm-hmm. So if we look at it in that sense, if we're not, fully healed over the last person and we're dealing with someone else new, that person can end up hurt and we could end up hurting ourselves. So, cause see with, with your definition like that, I'm like, dang, I need to, I think I've, you know, I know I've had rebound relationships in the past just to feel that empty that empty space, I guess, of having that regular person to talk to or whatever. Um, Sorry to the people that may have been rebounds. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry, because I was always very honest. Mm -hmm. With that being said, so let's say, like, what are the some of the signs that you are the rebound person? Because... Like, what if you don't know that that person is just dating you to, you know, rebound from a previous situation? Like, are there particular signs? Do you just bluntly ask, am I a rebound? You know, how do do you know? I think it it definitely needs to be a conversation um, because when you're meeting someone for the first time, we need to discuss, hey, when was the last time you got out of a relationship? What made that relationship end? Matter of fact, how do you feel about that relationship ending? Because if that person is still butthurt over that relationship ending, then nine times out of 10, you you are um, a rebound. 
Um, I think to look at how that person acts, how that person moves. Um, if you're barely hearing from them, what does that tell you? Or if you're hearing from them too much, that should tell you something too, because now they might mean that they're clingy or why they're clingy or why they're attention seeking. So it all depends. And if we add the sex into all of it, that makes things even more complicated because <laughs> not only are we a rebound, now we're used, we're being used for our goods in a sense mm. to help them cope with their thing. And, you know, we might, you know, as women, once we start having sexual relations, sometimes we start catching feelings mm. and we want to start putting a title to things. But then if they're not ready to put a title to things, then it becomes a problem for us. When in our reality, the relationship wasn't going anywhere in the beginning because we was just that rebound for that time being. Mm. I'm just thinking in my head, I think now with the last statement you just said about women, sex and feelings, Mm -hmm. um, not saying I was just out there randomly doing stuff because I was not and anybody that knows me knows that. However. Uh, just cause of my nature, I was always able to separate, um, sex and my feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, maybe in a past life I was a man, I don't know, but, or maybe it's my Aquarius nature, but I just like, they never, I always had an issue with men catching feelings and I would be like, what, you know, um, but I think, you know, unpacking, I look at the the love lessons, so to speak, that I saw growing up and things I learned. And I very much have always been accused of cutting my feelings off. And, you know, to this day, honestly, I'm very good at that in just different relationships. Um, hence why I always say you would probably kick me out your therapist's office, okay? <laughs> Cause it's like, I know, I like, I know certain things and I just have no desire to change those things. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um, what is the difference between like a situationship? And I know that's like a fairly new term. I think I learned it from my son or something, a situationship versus a relationship because Okay, go ahead. Give your definition of that. I think a situationship is just ooh, that's a different one. That's a difficult one. <laughs> but I think a situationship is just what it, it says it is. So it's no commitment in a situationship. Like you know what it's hitting for. This is what we're about to do. Both parties are consenting to be in this situationship rather than a relationship. So in this situationship, I might not call you every day. You got to be cool with that. If you're the side piece and I'm with my girl, respect that or vice versa, respect it. Yeah, you're going to see me post her or him on Facebook, but you have no choice but to respect it because you kind of knew what you was getting into before we started this situation. Mm. So with that being said, if you're just in the situation and I'm not talking about like being the the side piece. I'm talking about y'all are situationally involved. It's not a relationship. Y'all just kicking it, whatever. Like the cutting buddies? Is is that the term? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Netflix and chill. Yeah. Yes. Cause I was going to say, you're going to have to break the other one down for people that, um, 
because it's some things that I think that we just say here in Louisiana. I don't know. But since but I'm pretty sure everybody understands the whole Netflix and <laughs> chill situation ship. That's mm. a good one. I like that. So if that's the case, should you really care when they had their last relationship? And if you're the rebound? In that sense, no, because uh, again, we're going back into it. We're having that. Well, let me say this. If y'all have a discussion prior to getting in the situation and y'all both agree, then that's great. So we shouldn't look at ourselves as a rebound and things like that. But if one person is knowing what they're doing, you know, have their motive for it, but the other person is not aware of the motive, then we should feel some type of way. Mm. And I think communication is very important. I look at that now that I'm older and I think that's one of the things people have to realize as well. Um, when you, as you get older, your view of these things change Yes. versus when you're younger, like, now I look at, you know, of course I'm married, but let's talk about pre-marriage. Communication became very, very important to me. When I was uh-huh. younger, I was kind of like, you see me at, at rags, like you could say, hey, but then get out my face. And then <laughs> for those of y'all that don't know, rags is like, I don't know if rags is still around, but rags yes. was like the club that I was getting into at 16 um, because I looked older. Okay, it rags is still around. Yes, they are. Interesting. And that used to be my favorite club. <laughs> I used to tear the club up. That's uh, in more ways than one. Some nights, depending on what I was drinking. Uh, <laughs> so I think back back then, that's when uh, everybody was <sighs> Mad Dog and Alize and things of that nature. Hypnotic, or maybe. Yeah. Bud Ice. I think I got some years on you. <laughs> no, I think I got some years on you. Um, Cause hypnotic came. Okay. We'll talk about that <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> so um, let's see pros and cons and things to consider before rebounding. So let's say I'm the person that just got out of a relationship. Uh-huh. What should I consider before I get into dealing? Well, I'll just say it like dealing with somebody else. What's the good, bad, and you know, or should I even care and just be, throw caution to the wind and be like, I'm gonna start dealing with somebody else because I don't like being lonely? Well, and that's why some people do have those rebounds, but I think it's going to be very important to assess. I'm always the type of person I like to put my myself in other people's shoes. Mm. So I think that's definitely one thing to consider. How would I feel if someone did this to me? Would I like it? Would it be, you know, something I'm proud of? And I think it makes it even more complicated if we start bringing that rebound around family and things like that. So we have to consider Mm. that too. You know, am I going to keep this rebound a secret? Am I going to just wait to see how far it could go? Maybe I would just start liking them eventually, you know, I think we have to take into consideration if we're really healed and if we're really ready for it, because having a rebound or even having a situationship sometimes comes with drama if we're both not on the same page or understanding. So and sometimes rebounds get attached. Def- hmm, definitely. 
They definitely do. do. And, you know, that could be a problem mm. because they want but, you to be easily accessible. And then some people, and I'm just speaking from personal experience, y'all, my 20s, goodness, I don't know how I made it out alive. Because, <laughs> and I say that from when it came to like relationships or rebounding situationships, all that stuff, I really didn't think of the bigger picture, right? So even when I was in the marriage that I don't count, um, at the same time, I had a situationship, we'll put, I'll put that, before, before, during, and after. Um, so that way when things kind of was going left or like I knew things wasn't going to work out, like I still had extra action. I don't know how else to say it being somewhat politically correct, but I just, I really didn't care about other people's feelings. Now I didn't set out to hurt anybody, right? Like that, it was not my goal to set out to hurt anybody. It was only my goal to make Valencia feel better. And, but I was always very honest about that. That's that's like a good thing and a bad thing. I was always very honest. So if I started, quote unquote, dealing with somebody, I would let them know, hey, uh, I'm not trying to be serious. I'm not this, this, and this. This is about me right now, blah, blah, and blah. But I think when you're that honest, especially as a woman, mm-hmm. men tend to catch feelings and then you dealing with stalker situations (laughs) y'all please believe i've had to do more than one restraining order Mm. so when when rebounding situationships go wrong that's a whole book listen um go ahead oh no i was just saying listen because you are right you are right that goes wrong sometimes so you got to think about that yeah i mean you know i'm in a different place now (laughs) Thank God. Because I, I honestly don't know um, how I made it out of my 20s. I don't want to say I was heartless. I just didn't care. And it was it was about my emotional healing and getting that any way I saw fit. Um, but like I said, I was always very honest. But I think a lot of times when people run, ac- run across a woman that's like that, it's hard to believe like this is really who that woman is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so this brings me to and and I wanted to add this before we move on, because me and my husband honestly turned into a net. We, we started as a Netflix and chill situation. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us wanted to be serious. You know, we all, all we both of us had did that whole marriage thing. We had kids, blah, blah, blah. We was just looking to chill and it ended up turning into HBO and dinner. <laughs> all these years later. So uh, with that being said, because I know many people have done this and a lot of people may be thinking about that right now. Should you give an ex a second chance? I think it depends on the circumstances. I think it depends on the situation while we broke up. What you know, what made you this ex? Not if you know, you know, if you was abusive in the, in the relationship, then no. Um, but if we was just on two different wavelengths at the time, but now we both matured, Hey, maybe so. 
if maybe we cheated, we we could be forgiving. We could be forgiving. And we could give them an opportunity to show us something different. But the moment, you know, the moment that they show us that they're the same is going to be like, are we going to get out or are we going to stick through it? Because now, excuse me, we didn't gave this person a second chance. So I, I think it definitely depends on the situation, um, the circumstances, how long we've been broken up. Is there children involved now? You know, mm. what happened with your last relationship? Like we will have to have we have to be friends for a while. So I think that will come into play. Like being friends now, although I know you, I need to learn the new you that's coming Mm. back and presenting himself to me. Okay. So have you ever given an ex a second chance? Several times. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a good idea? Was it a bad idea? Is that why you have the opinion you have? Like, for me, it was yeah. a bad idea because we're still not together. Um, and that person hasn't matured, you know, because people could say that they change. But now I'm more focused on you showing me that you change. I know what you're saying out of your mouth, but can you show me? So they definitely will have to show me that they've changed. Because other than that, you don't want to waste your you don't want to re-waste your time. Mm. I always had this motto. I don't backtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where it came from. Maybe it was, you know, cause my, I saw my parents from what I could recall from my childhood, do a lot of back and forth between each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I would see my mom leave and then next thing you know, her and my dad back together. Like I, I, recall that like in the back of my mind somewhere so I think maybe that's what that mindset came from but I always I don't care if 20 years have passed and we might have dated in high school um I just I never believed in backtracking Mm -hmm. or a second chance now with that being said I don't know if it was like a complete backtrack or a dip in the backtrack pool <laughs> that that I that I have done, meaning, or maybe it was just a long exit. I couldn't exit all the way. I don't know. But it just it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I think if you if y'all not on the same page, or like you, let's say you're not on the same page as the other person, it gives them false hope. Hence, create stalkers. Hence, create you having to get a restraining order, which is not fun to go do. Right. I don't know if the process is easier now, but back when I had to get them, it was quite embarrassing. I'm sorry, y'all. That was just a, a personal, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you just, uh, whatever, just a personal word. Lang, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so think of people you know. Have you ever seen that work giving somebody a second chance or I have backtracking? I have my um my I know of a girl who she dated this guy in high school and you know she broke up she broke up with them and everything and then years later they got back together, they're married, they just had their fourth baby. Hmm. I think it works in some instances. It just depends on the two people. 
And then do you really count high school? Like, do you hold people you dated in high school accountable for what they did in high school? I do. (laughs) I do too. I do too. I was just trying, look, I was trying to play that quote unquote bigger person. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I do. Yeah. I mean, I know we're, we're immature in high school, but I mean, some people still have the same high school mentality. So you got to consider it. And I think too, regardless of your level of maturity, your moral character mm-hmm. is going to always like that's solid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause I, I look at my son and he is who who he is, his moral character, integrity, that kind of stuff. It's been the same since he was a kid. However, his level of maturity has changed. Mm-hmm. I hope that he never ever backtracks okay because mm-hmm. some of y'all raising daughters out there just to kind of throw this out there no <laughs> now back to the conversation at hand I'm just saying I wish arranged mm-hmm. marriage was legal I'm not even gonna lie I've said that several times so let's say um do you think it's something you should consider more if you have like you know kids with that person and like let's say let's say y'all together when the kid's little and the kid graduate high school get older i don't know y'all run across each other at the child's wedding should y'all give each other a chance then (laughs) uh (laughs) for me i say no but for some people i think i think it just depends and then if we're going back I'm very analytical, so I be I process everything and I look at okay, if I'm going back, especially at this age that I am now, am I just lonely? Am I just settling? Or is this something that I really want? Because again, we're gonna have to learn this person all over again. And then you still gotta take into account why y'all separated in the first place. Right. Maybe it just wasn't meant to be at, at that time, so it might could work now, but then vice versa too. Maybe it wasn't meant to be at all. I agree. I seen uh, my grandfather, may he rest in peace. I never knew this man. I like I never knew him. And like I always heard about him. I knew his name and those things. But him and my grandmother was not together until around the time I got about eighth, ninth grade. And I was, he was still, my grandmother, let me tell you, if y'all have ever saw her, may she rest in peace. Um, I'm just telling you, looks are very genetic. So my grandfather start coming back around using me, taking me out to eat and stuff so I could quote unquote get to know him because he was trying to get back with my grandmother. It's funny and I can't have this discussion with him now because he's gone. But I feel some kind of way about that. <laughs> so, uh, needless to say, so they he started coming around more, those things, and they started, um, I don't know. It's like they, I felt both of them were using me because I could be the excuse. I was living with her at the time. Like he was just coming to see Val or bring this to Val or whatever. Um, so I just, I saw that. But it didn't go anywhere from there. Like Pappy, which is what I called him, didn't 
move in and they got back together. None of those happened, but he was trying. But my grandmother was not, I think she might've been flattered by it, but just not go anywhere. So I say all that to say, don't uh, use your kids or grandkids to try to get a second chance because they will remember it. Mm -hmm. I was in eighth grade and now I'm about to be 44 and I remember it. (laughs) So I just had that to say. So, but now with that being said, I would not be opposed to, let's say my mom was still alive and my dad was in his right mind. Mm -hmm. I always wanted them to get back together. Your you parents? know, kind of looking at it from, yeah, from a kid's point of view. So, you know, if you look, kind of look at it from that, is that something that people should consider? Is, would it be better for their child or children if they get back together with that person? Uh, I definitely think it is something to cons- it's something to consider in both aspects, whether it will work or whether it would not work or whether we want to keep doing this to our children. Because, again, it you, we have to definitely take into account the reason we separated in the first place um, before we just go back into a situation, because the situation could have really just been that toxic. And we don't need to get back into it at all, no matter if it's for the kids or, you know, or for the two individuals. So I think we have to look at whether we're going to benefit our kids or hurt our kids even more by getting back together. Mm. And you know what I, I just thought about as well? My uncle that passed um, in high school, he this lady was his best friend. They went to prom together, that kind of stuff. And they came together, I don't know, 20 years later. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much time had passed and got married and had a child, uh, in which I, I loved her to this, you know, to this day, of course, we still talk and I keep up with the child they had together and stuff like that. Um, so that was a situation where it worked. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know that they really dated or if they were on that whole we best friends and hanging out thing in high school. I think it might have been that case. So just thought I'd throw that out there. Hey, T. Sonya, if you're listening. Because um, she's one what, of my favorite aunties. And I, that's why I think it really just depends on who those, you know, the individuals are. Is it something as you get older? Because pretty sure majority of our audience is 30s, 40s, um, give or take. Um, is it something like as you get older, you should consider more? Because nobody wants to, and and I say this and it could or could not be true. Nobody really wants to die alone or right. get old alone. And I've I've seen it happen a lot you know so if your own I don't want to say your only option but if that's what it comes to you being alone and you rebounding or giving somebody a second chance should you do it Uh, for me (laughs) and this is just me personally (laughs) for me I would say no because I don't I don't want to I don't want to settle and I think maybe that's my biggest thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to settle. I want 
whoever I'm going to be with to like, this is the person or we're going to, you know, this is the person that's for me. We get along good. We have these great vibes. It's no foolishness um, with the relationship and it's not toxic. Um, now again, if it, if it works, then it works. But I think sometimes some people just get in the relationship cause they, they don't want to say that they're alone or that they're going to die alone. But sometimes that can cause more damage because are we really happy? Mm. Good points. Good points. So any last advice you would like to give the audience on rebounding second chances? What would you like them to be left with for them to consider if they thinking about it? Really? really, really, really process the situation, (laughs) really look at the situation. Um, like you, you know, like you mentioned, nobody wants to be alone, but nobody wants to be in a toxic relationship either, or nobody wants to feel as though they have to settle for a situation when they know their heart really desires more. So definitely assess what it is that you want and then don't settle for anything less than that. Hmm. And that's a mic drop, Queen Donna. How can the audience follow you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so y'all can follow me on Instagram at Gracefully Purpose Counseling. That's my business Instagram. Or you can follow me at higher underscore above average 2015. I'm also on Facebook at Donna Barnes. Boom. And guys, if you want to hear more episodes with Queen Donna, because she has been a frequent guests and we'll continue to do so. Um, Just look at our episodes and her name will be right there in the title. Anytime we're talking about mental health, she's definitely has given some great advice with that. And y'all, I'm working on me. This is why I have to monitor and make sure my circle is for the betterment of me. Because listen to some stuff she say has calmed me down as a person. With that being said... (laughs) Do you feel like the best way to bounce back is to jump right in a relationship? Not. Are you thinking about giving that ex a second chance? Did you do it? And it was the worst mistake ever in your entire life. Let us know at the Define You on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have conversations that mean something. Peace. You have been listening to Define You Radio after dark conversations. If you learn something, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with your friends, family, and foes. Make sure you go over to defineuradio.com and subscribe for monthly giveaways and more.